0: The following is a production by Cutting to the Chase podcast. Susie Hunter, multimedia journalist. It's really cool to chat with you. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Yeah. So uh, I've been looking forward to chatting with you because I'll just kind of get right into it. You are went on what I would consider the ideal summer trip last year, touring every ballpark across Major League Baseball, uh, but also raising money for Boys and Girls Club in the process, so that's a really cool, uh, I guess, cherry on top of that Sunday that you were able to kind of incorporate it for a really good cause. But I'm just really curious, how did the whole idea come about?
1: You know, um, this was definitely, uh, I mean, of course, this is every baseball fan's lifelong dream to not only go to every park, but to do it all in one season. And I was, you know, sitting in my, you know, apartment in Hartford, the year 2020, it was the summer, baseball wasn't back yet. And I was sitting there thinking, wow, if baseball is back next year in a capacity where like fans can actually go to games, that's the year that I have to do the trip. And then I kind of like, you know, weighed Felt it out. And when I realized that it was possible, I mapped out the whole trip, like all in one night. It took me like seven hours. It's like a full work day just to map out a, a road <laughs> yeah. trip like this. But when I realized that I could actually do it, um, I was like, well, I, I have to. It'd be crazy not to.
0: Yeah, that's like bucket list type of stuff right there. You were just talking about like the whole uh, kind of setting that up as seven hours in one day. So, Uh, Was it kind of like free reign or was it kind of like stressful logistically trying to make it all work as you were, I guess, traveling all over the U.S. and, you know, just trying to make all that kind of happen?
1: I mean, no matter how much you plan, there's always going to be really stressful moments, especially when you're just a woman by yourself on the road. Things go wrong. um, You definitely get a little nervous too in some situations for the most part it was great but there are definitely times that are super stressful where you're like oh I don't know where I'm staying tonight
0: (laughs) and you like you just said you were just you went uh by yourself the entire trip right like you didn't travel with anybody at any point
1: um so yeah I drove the whole thing myself my mom did tag along for a couple of ballparks but other than that Like, I was just on the road by myself for, like, five months, which is also weird in itself. I felt, like, very truck Uh. (laughs) driver-esque.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, like, the gas. I know you had a uh, Patreon to help kind of support, like, the costs, like, hotel and gas and food and all of that. But, uh, like, I've, I've always thought it'd be really cool to do that. Someone I talked to in the past did a trip like this. I think he did it in his summer, driving to all the parks. I've always thought it'd be cool to do that. You had uh, stepped away from your your role at the time, right? To make it happen.
1: Correct, yeah. So, I mean, I had signed a contract at my previous station and then when that contract was up, I chose to not re-sign it because, well, for one thing, I thought it'd be so cool to do this trip, but also I was so burnt out, especially like reporting like a whole year through a pandemic. I mean, it was just, it was, a brutal time for everyone, but I especially had a very rough time uh, working through the pandemic for sure. So when I saw an opportunity to take a break, I was like, "This will be really good for my mental health." So I I had to do that too for myself.
0: Were there any like rainouts or anything that kind of delayed the trip in terms of like you were you know going to go to one city for instance and then maybe a rainout or something kept you maybe from getting to that specific game or was it kind of smooth in that sense?
1: You know what? For the most part, it was a pretty smooth trip. I'd given myself like ranges of dates. Like I wasn't like, okay, I can only go to this game on this one day. Like I gave myself a little bit of wiggle room at every ballpark and not just with weather, but with COVID too. I'm like, anything can change at any given time. A game could get, you know, uh, postponed due to illness. So I made sure it was so important for me to like have that wiggle room. I didn't have a lot of rainouts though. I did have one rainout in New York and it actually led to the best baseball day of my life. <laughs> So I was in New York and both the Mets and Yankees were in town and they both were supposed to play on a Wednesday night. Both games got rained out. So the next day, the Mets had an earlier doubleheader. The Yankees had a later doubleheader. So it was possible to go to four games in one day. And I'm like, okay, well, this will never happen to me again. This is absolutely insane. Um, It was just like a full day of being at ballparks. And it was absolutely spectacular. And also New York fans are nuts, especially (laughs) when they've been drinking all day. So it was absolutely so entertaining. So, like, that was a rainout. I had a rainout in D.C. Um, The game got moved to the next day, and it was still raining, but they had to play it. Um, So I think there were, like, I I swear there were, like, 100 people at that game. But other than that, no rainouts, which was kind of crazy. The trip went surprisingly smoothly that's
0: awesome though that even though you were supposed to go to like maybe that med or yankee game that you got to do the double header and see both of those because that's a unique experience in itself being able to do not just one but both of them so that's pretty cool as you were going throughout the entire tour throughout the summer like what was maybe your favorite ballpark or city or even like ballpark food that maybe you tried or maybe weren't aware of or what kind of stuck out for you
1: yeah well this was definitely in terms of ballpark food this was not the most exciting year because these concession stands these con- companies, the priority wasn't like, oh, we need to bring back all of our over the top foods. It was more like, we need to serve things safely. So this wasn't the year for like all the best over the top foods. But I did have one unique slash controversial item, the grasshoppers in Seattle, which also was one of my favorite parks. But I knew I had to try the grasshoppers. i was so happy that they had them still. And they were fantastic and people thought it was disgusting but it's like such a such a hidden gem at that park.
0: Yeah, I think I would try it. I mean, it's 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 healthy, right? Isn't it like good for you? It's like the protein, right? So
1: Yeah, it's it's protein. It's like a low-calorie snack. It just tastes like it's seasoning. Like it's kind of just like eating like a popcorn kind of situation. It's good. Like, I actually enjoyed it. Would eat it again. Yeah,
0: I think I would definitely try it. Yeah. Before going on this trip, how many of the ballparks had you already been to? Or was it, I mean, I'm assuming most of you had not been to yet?
1: Most of them not. I think I'd been to like nine or 10. I think it was like 10 that I'd been to before this trip. Um, so yeah, it was like after a certain point, like once I left the Northeast, I was like, okay, pretty much almost every team here is new to me right now. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah, I knew I needed to check a lot of them off my bucket list, so getting it all done in one summer, fantastic. And I
0: know there was like, what, six no-hitters last year? You didn't happen to catch one, did you?
1: (laughs) No, I saw no no no-hitters. That is insane to me. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't catch a single no-hitter. I did see some other unique things, though. I saw Cabrian Hayes hit a home run and then not touch first base, Um, so that was pretty unique, uh, but pretty frustrating because he was on my fantasy team. Gremio Reyes hit an out of the park home run as I was walking into the ballpark late, and I got video of the guy who caught the home run outside of the park. That was really cool to see. Um, so I saw some cool stuff for sure, but not a single no hitter, and it's so frustrating to me.
0: Uh, were there any like specific milestones that you may have seen that a uh, player or something like that may have happened?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't think I saw any milestones. No, there were no. I didn't see any milestones like that. Just yeah. like a couple of random funny things that I mentioned but uh, like I was in I was in Cleveland though like right after they announced the name change so that was like pretty cool timing too because I got to talk to fans there about like what they thought of the change I liked Cleveland a lot too so I'm excited that they get to kind of you know have a fresh start with this new brand
0: I was I was mentioning before you were doing it for charity so how did you I guess pick that specific charity or kind of like uh how did that kind of come about for you
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. So I love the Boys and Girls Clubs. I've worked with them a lot. When I was a reporter, I did a lot of stories with them. I've done volunteer work and fundraisers for them. So when um, I was about to embark on this journey, I knew I wanted a charitable component to it. And I thought, well, what better than something that is, you know, so heavily invested in youth sports and does so much to further the game of baseball with kids these days. So and on top of everything else they do, too, which is also so important. So it was just really a no-brainer. I had such a great time working with them.
0: Even though the trip's obviously done, people can still donate, right? Or kind of support that cause?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The GoFundMe is still up. Um, all the links are on my social media. I had set a pretty big goal and didn't really get to it, so that's why it's still up. Um, and I keep needing to figure out like maybe ways that I can... Push myself a little closer to the goal. Like I have a lot of like random souvenirs that like maybe I'll start auctioning off. Um, so that's a thing I need to definitely work on. But yeah, fundraiser is still up. Um, I would love if anyone listening donated to it because it's a great cause. No,
0: yeah, definitely. And so I was curious too. Um, what was the reception, I guess, of it like? That like did it pick up steam among fans or even media as it was going on, or was it kind of steady from start to finish?
1: Um, When I first announced it, um, I was like a couple of ballparks in when I finally announced it and launched the fundraiser, but um, immediately so many people reached out and wanted to have me on their podcast and I did some TV interviews and um, it was just people seemed really excited about it. I'd shared a TikTok that like went a little viral. So that was really cool. So people were very into it for sure. Um, and I was really grateful. It was a very supportive reaction.
0: Yeah. I definitely remember following along a little bit on like on Instagram or Twitter. So it was really cool. Of course to like, see that. And I, I, don't know. I don't remember specifically, but I just remember, I think you were like, probably like in middle of the, not middle of the nowhere U S but just so, like driving somewhere. Like I could just imagine like kind of like how terrifying it might be driving in different cities or spots that you're not really familiar with or, uh, I mean, I guess you didn't have like any car troubles, right?
1: The only I didn't have car trouble. My car is pretty reliable. I'm not reliable, though. Um, I lost my car keys. And this actually this caused me to like miss a game that I wanted to go to. But that this is why we have the wiggle room, the little range of dates. So I was heading to Milwaukee. It was already so chaotic. For some reason, like hotels in Milwaukee that whole weekend were like, $500 a night for like basic, like Marriott's that really should only be like about a hundred something. So I was like, okay, what is happening? Like, why is it? So I still have no idea what was going on in Milwaukee. and like, it cannot just be this game. So already I was like, I don't know where I'm staying. And I was driving through, I think I was driving from Cincinnati. So I was like in Indianapolis, stopping to take like a lunch and restroom break. And then I realized I can't find my keys. I have one of those push to start cars, like a lot of cars do now, but I could not find my key. So I'm like, well, I can't leave my car unlocked with the key in it. Cause all of my stuff is in here. Um, so I don't really, I just like, I was stuck in my car for like two hours searching like crazy, did not know what I was going to do. I thought I was going to lose my freaking mind. Um, and then somehow I found it and it was in like my trash bag, like the bag of trash that I keep in my car. I was like, I don't know how this landed in here. This is so annoying. Um, I just wasted so much time. I was like, It was awful. So that was like the closest thing to car trouble I had. But it was just really me trouble.
0: At least you didn't lose them. And were you also at the All-Star Game in uh, Colorado?
1: Oh, heck yes. Um, So I also, I love the Rockies. And I've been to Coors Field a lot. But it was an absolute priority to schedule this trip around making it to the all-star game and then I wanted to stick around too uh because I have a lot of friends in Denver always have a good time there so I wanted to stick around also for like a regular Rockies game so uh, yeah I was there for all the all-star stuff I got to go to the home run derby oh, nice, I went nice. to the all-star game I'd never been to an all-star anything before so it was really fun
0: yeah, that's another thing I'd, I'd want to do is check out like an all star game or something. But uh, how was the home run derby? And Star? I mean, it was in Denver. So the balls were just flying out. I remember watching it on TV. So what was it like being at the derby? Was it even better? I, I think it's always fun on TV. But was it even just that much more impressive in person?
1: Oh, it was lit. It was awesome. Yeah, the Derby (laughs) was probably yeah more fun than the All-Star game, too. It was just, yeah, it was great energy. It was, oh my gosh. And it was just so much fun to watch. And I'm like, okay, I need to go to every single one of these for the rest of my life now.
0: I'm a Cubs fan, so were you at Wrigley before or after they basically sold off the team?
1: Both. Okay. So (laughs) I had to go to Chicago a couple of times. Um, So I was there before the fire sale and after... Cause I had to come, so like, yeah, I went to see the Cubs first, and then I did like the rest of the Midwest, and then I had to come back to see the White Sox again. But I have like a lot of friends in Chicago too, so like, I knew I had places that I could stay for extended periods of time. So yeah, I was there before and after. Uh, much different crowd sizes between yeah. those two. Yeah, definitely cool to watch this season evolve and like feel like I was a part of it.
0: That's yeah, definitely. Uh, and you kind of talked about the pandemic and COVID and all that. So were there any? specific challenges, even just with the traveling aspect of like with the COVID and, you know, trying to deal with all that. Um, I mean, I I can only imagine that would make it a little bit tougher or challenging anyway
1: yeah yeah so when I started the trip it was May so you know at the beginning of the season it was really cool to see how um, all the rules and stuff changed while I was on the road like things were much more strict when I started my, I started in Philly like where I'm originally from and like the rules when I started the trip at Philly like you couldn't buy a single ticket you had to only buy pairs because they didn't want random people sitting with each other so it was annoying it's like okay like I had to buy two tickets to go to a game by myself because like no one in my family wanted to go because it was the day of my sister's rehearsal dinner, so no one wanted to touch that. I can't believe my sister didn't murder me. So <laughs> I had to, like, yeah, do that, deal with that. Everyone was still wearing masks at the beginning of the trip. When yeah. I was in New York, uh, there were sections that you had to be vaccinated to sit in. So I was like bringing my vaccination card. And then, like, gradually all these regulations started to lift. And of course, like, I mean, once I headed down south, it was like the pandemic never even happened. But then, you know, so it just most of the summer actually felt pretty normal, which was pretty crazy. Like you there weren't, you know, mask mandates if you were vaccinated. And I, of course, wanted to make sure I was fully vaccinated before I hit the road. That was a priority for me. But yeah, then once I got to Washington, uh, once I got to Seattle, um, I was there the day that they like reinstated their mask mandate. So I was like, okay, I guess like, you know, things were bad, things got better, things started getting bad again. So then like pretty yeah. much the rest of my trip, I was wearing a mask. So I was like, okay, it was, a, uh, it was, yeah, it was just really weird to, to witness and experience.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And so, so aside from the car keys and, and COVID, were there really, I guess there really weren't any other challenges though. It kind of sounds like it was pretty, like you said, it was kind of pretty smooth in general.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, another big challenge though, for sure, is just like, all the driving, like I, uh, my intention was to vlog the whole thing. And like, I did, but I had no time to edit. (laughs) So like I thought I was going to do all this stuff on the road. I was like, Oh, maybe I'll, you know, be updating these vlogs every week. I'll do this. I'll do that. Like just the driving takes so much out of you. And I didn't expect that. Cause I guess if you're driving, like, you know, if most days of the week you're driving eight hours a day, like, yeah, that's tiring. That's going to take a lot out of you. I did not expect that. Now I know what I can handle driving wise, but that was a challenge for sure that I wasn't expecting.
0: Totally get how tiring that would get after like day after day, or I guess week after week in your, in your case.
1: Oh yeah. Like doing like seven hour drives all the, like all week long. And then like, you're doing it for five or six months. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. No wonder I'm freaking tired. Like This is a lot.
0: And then I guess you were able to find like hotels pretty, pretty easily throughout the entire summer. Like you didn't have any too much problems trying to, I mean, I know you're talking about the one in Milwaukee, but in general it sounds like that all worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah. Well for Milwaukee I ended up not even being able to stay in Milwaukee. I stayed in, I just straight up stayed in Chicago one night and then I stayed in Kenosha, which was also like weirdly expensive for like, that town or that city whatever it is but um so like and that's still like yeah 45 minutes away almost an hour away so that was a big issue for sure for the most part I had pretty good luck I mean some cities were just like weirdly expensive and I didn't know why uh but then also um I had friends I have friends all over the country so in a lot of cities I you know had friends that I could stay with so that was always fun
0: In general, looking back on it, was it different than you expected or was it pretty much more or less what you kind of expected, I guess, before you embarked on that trip?
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't know what to expect going into this, but it was just, it was so much fun. It was the trip of a lifetime. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, It was absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, I wish I could do something like that one day. It'd be really cool to do, obviously. Um, And so I guess if you were to do it again, what would you do differently or what advice would you have for someone trying to do something like this?
1: Um, know what I would do differently. Um, I guess my advice to anyone is, you know, plan it out ahead of time, you know, pre-plan what you can, but then expect all of the unexpected and be ready to be flexible.
0: So what's next? Like, do you have a 2022 project or a trip in in place or or not yet.
1: <laughs> you know what? So my big priority now, um, is writing a book about this summer that I just experienced. Um, you know, just trip of a lifetime, have to share everything that I experienced. And, you know, I did say I edited a bunch of vlogs, so I need to, I'm going to put those out, you know, starting pretty soon. Um, so yeah, mean that's what I'm working on. Uh, that's the priority. So here we go.
0: Yeah. The book's a great idea. I didn't even think of that, but that's definitely a good idea. That'd be really cool to see. i will have to check that out for sure. Um, and I guess I'll just ask you, because I'm just curious, when do you think the lockout might end? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know right? I'm so
1: stressed about it, though.
0: <laughs> I hope it's before spring training, but I mean, that's going to be here soon. So we'll see if they can actually figure something out.
1: It's crazy soon. So I am, I'm stressed. I'm nervous. I I don't even want to think about it. I'm trying to be really positive. But it's like, we just had, you know, such a weird season in 2020. And I would hate to see baseball not come back when it's supposed to come back we don't deserve this as fans
0: i know uh 2020 when it came back in late july after that entire mess and now with the lockout it's like i don't manfred doesn't inspire much confidence for myself in terms of thinking about what they might be able to do so hopefully they surprise us and we'll have spring training or at least uh Hopefully spring training won't be too delayed and the season won't be delayed too much, if at all. But I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out soon.
1: They better get it together. I will not be happy if they don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, ha- I was curious, too. Have you been to Cooperstown before?
1: I have not, and I can't believe it either because like I lived in New England for so long, not very far from Cooperstown. Never made it there. I'm super annoyed. My best friend and I have talked about going and like you know making a weekend of it. So, you know, one of these days I'll get there.
0: Yeah, now I want to do like the All-Star game or the World Series or like a cross-country trip, I don't know. So, I think you did the hard I think you did the hard one at least uh knock that out, which is really cool. So now you can kind of do like a quick Weekend at Cooperstown or something.
1: Exactly. I did make it to the Negro Leagues Museum, and that was really cool. cool. So at least I made it there. That's in Kansas City. Had such a a really cool time there. Um, Highly recommend going there as well.
0: Did you take uh, like the the L in Chicago or the subways in New York to get around at all, or was it mainly just walking and driving?
1: Um, you know what? Um, so I, I mean, if it were up to if I were by myself, I would not know how to like use the subway or the L. Like, I just never. I didn't learn it when I was young. I didn't live in New York City when I was in my 20s. I lived in Boston where there's like three lines. Like, that's it. Like, um, but I have friends who live in those cities who are like, okay, you're going to take this train. You're going to take that train. Or like, they went physically with me to the game. So I had guidance. So I did. Yes, I used public transportation in those cities, but um, heavily assisted. Yeah.
0: Was there a stadium that you liked the most or maybe didn't like, not to put you on the spot, but like, was there a stadium that maybe didn't really live up to what you would expected?
1: yeah um so i i think i mentioned that i loved seattle i had a really great time there um i loved cleveland pittsburgh is so underrated i loved i actually loved the new globe life the new ranger stadium which is like hideous on the outside like a weird ugly convention center but like inside it's it's beautiful um so i liked that a lot more i was not expecting to like that one but i liked it a lot it was one of my favorites i was disappointed by wrigley
0: oh really yeah i could see that I was. yeah so,
1: like i also so i used to work at a Fenway sports bar. My grandfather grew up in Boston, so he was just like the biggest Red Sox fan. So like I have spent a lot of time at Fenway and I like Fenway. There's been some things I don't like about Fenway, but for the most part, I'm just like, this is a cool old ballpark and I always wanted to check out Wrigley too because they are of the same era. When I got to Wrigley. I was like, oh my God, I can't see anything where I'm sitting. It's so cramped. It was 5 million degrees and 500% humidity. So it was a brutal game, like that first game that I went to. And I also don't like the you can't just like do a lap around the ballpark like I love to walk the whole concourse and just get a sense of you know the ballpark that I'm at and that is not an option at Wrigley and I was furious (laughs) yeah like I appreciate the history I don't know that ballpark just upset me and people are surprised like oh Wrigley was one of your favorites right and I'm like least favorite Oh, among the least favorite. Um, uh, yeah, but just for those reasons. <laughs>
0: did you uh, do, I guess, mostly night games or did you have any day games kind of sprinkle. I guess you had some day games and they were like I had a bunch. Hundreds. Yeah, I yeah, had a bunch.
1: Uh... I a great mix. Um I mean, of course, a lot of night games, but I mean, some of those day games were brutal. Like, yeah, I did. Um, actually, all of the Cubs games that I went to were day games. Uh, so they were like horrible weather-wise just like so hot out for some reason it was like unseasonably hot both times i was in chicago it seems like it yeah yeah i just did not they wanted me to melt um uh, oh my gosh and i yeah i when i was in cincinnati it was like super hot out it was a day game too but yeah no for the most part yeah a good mix
0: And then I think Toronto was your last trip, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It was. So I didn't plan on going to Toronto when I first mapped out my trip because uh, Canada wasn't open. Like the Blue Jays were, they were playing in Dunedin, uh, you know, then they moved to Buffalo. I saw them pretty early on in their run in Buffalo. Okay. So, you know, that was like, you know, I thought that was my toronto experience i thought that was where i was gonna they were gonna play for the rest of the season and then when canada opened back up i was like okay now i need to actually expedite my passport and that was the only stadium i couldn't drive to because i'm i think you're not allowed to but also to get the expedited passport you have to have a flight itinerary so I flew to that one last stadium. That was the only one I did not drive to.
0: That's really cool. I've never been to Canada either. So that's another thing, thing I needed to do. But uh, no, that sounds like a really awesome year in review Like to think about. Like It's like I feel lucky just having done the Cooperstown thing, but you got to do this entire uh, summer trip basically. And you didn't do any playoff games, did you?
1: No, I wanted to. But um, the teams where um, I would have had a place to stay – The timing didn't work out. So like at that point I was like, okay, like I'm sick of hotels. Like I'll do this. I'll go to playoff games. If you know, I can like just stay with one of my friends for like that week. And that just, it didn't work out that way. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I saw enough of everyone.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I I, you're probably sick of hotels and driving and all that even all these months after the fact.
1: I mean, it was so fun. But like, yeah, at that point, I was like, I would love to stay in one place for more than a week. (laughs) That would be fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Well, uh, this was really cool to chat with you and learn about and just hear about this entire summer um thanks again it was good to actually be able to uh, chat with you and and just connect with you
1: oh my gosh thank you so much for having me on it was so great to chat with you
0: yeah definitely hope you have a good uh, rest of your day
1: oh, thanks you too